Welcome to the lab where your second half is your best half. If you're a woman in your 40s, 50s, 60s, or beyond, and you're ready to create a wild second half that makes you feel energized and alive, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Ladan Barber, and I'm going to share with you inspiration as well as interviews and real-life transformation from women just like you who are unapologetically living a fulfilling second half. The second half of your life is an invitation to spark a new version of yourself. So let's get started. Good morning and happy 4th of July. I was having coffee on my patio. I have a little patio off my bedroom and I love it because I have center view to the sunrise. So I often sit out there and kind of do my Bible work or journaling. And this morning I was sitting out there and kind of thinking about this day of freedom and what I was just feeling so grateful for. And in that, I was thinking about something I wanted to talk to you about today, which is like freedom in this second half that we're in. You know, what does that really mean? And it comes back to like inner freedom. What does that mean? And I kind of wanted to share with you some areas that just came to mind. And I'm sure like after I record and send out this podcast, I'll think of other things to add, but you know, I just want to share with you what was on my heart and what that means. When I speak of freedom and the fulfillment that that offers in the second half, what does that really mean? You know, outside of freedom from a schedule, because we don't have the demands, you know, raising children requires a lot of demand in our, in our calendar or our careers are very demanding. So what does that freedom mean outside of all of that? And that's what I'm going to talk about today. I'm going to talk about our inner freedom. And when we invest in that, you know, what does it give us? What gifts does it give us? So, and that is not to, you know, dishonor our first half because our first half is valuable in how we live our second half. But before I move on, I just want to say something, you know, yesterday I was going through my closet and in my closet as many of you know, my dad passed away at 55. That's why this year is so big for me. I'm just really excited that I get to live a life that my dad did not. So, but in that I have one of my treasured things from my dad, and that is his army jacket. And I was just giving like such, you know, um, gratitude to him because as a young man, he went off and fought and, you know, carried a gun. And I can't even imagine 18 years old, what that would have felt like, you know, against an enemy. And I just, I'm so grateful for the freedom that we have here in, in America. I know some of you are outside of the United States, but, you know, just freedom in the world where there is freedom because somebody fought so hard for it. So I just want to give such honor and love and a voice of appreciation to the men and women who served us and who allowed this freedom. So like I said, I want to talk about the inner freedom because that came at a cost as well. And some of it is like, it feels like a cost to ourselves because now we have to look at, you know, what, like these shadows that we carry, we can ignore them. And I did that for so long and I can run from them and I can work my way um, from them, like just work so many hours so they don't have to address them. And that's like more than like what therapy offers. It's just really sitting with those experiences. See, I think what we're conditioned to believe is that in order to have happiness, we have to, we can't have those and we can have both. We can have our experiences 
even in the pain of them and have happiness and have peace and have, you know, this sense of confidence and courage and clarity and, and freedom from it. So let's talk about the freedom of, of ourselves, like what freedom that we hold. And I outlined three of them. And the first one would be the freedom that I feel now is freedom to experience more of who I am. See, I was kind of stuck in this belief that since I've always struggled, that's just the way it is for me. And my coach said it's so lovely. And it was almost like she gave me permission to be my more of myself. She said to me, who you needed to be in times of survival is not the woman you are. And I'll say that again, because it was so powerful to me that maybe this is what you need to hear today. And that's why I'm here sharing it. Who you needed to be in times of survival is not the woman you are. It's not the woman I fully am. There's more inside me. And that just gave me permission to detach from this belief that this is just the way it is for me and it is what it is and just start to get really curious as to who I really am. And sometimes that's a hard question to answer. And the greatest way that I have found and the way that I work with my clients on is to first, let's look at what doesn't feel right. And I think about back in New York, before I moved here to Colorado, I think about like going through my closet. I was holding on to things like thinking like, oh, when I get back to a size four, six, I'll wear that. Or I spent good money on that. I'm going to hold on to it, you know? Even when I get back to a size four, six or whatever the size was that was on the label, the label was holding my power, not me. I probably won't be that same woman when I get back there anyways. So I probably won't fit into into that outfit because I'm not that woman anymore, right? Like, so I went through my closet and I said, does this make me feel confident, sexy, or, and I can't remember what the third one was. And literally each item, and I detached myself from my thoughts, my brain, you know, that was telling me about money and what it cost and what size it was. I detached from that and I went inside myself and said, Does this make me feel? Because anything that we ever desire, we think it's a new car money, a significant other, a job, a certain career, a business, anything that we desire, what we're really desiring is a feeling. So that's when I went to the feeling, like, does this make me feel? And then whatever it was, and I detached. So I knew what I didn't want so that I could allow space for the things that did feel right. And I also think about this freedom of experiencing more of who I am. It's almost like really getting to know another version of who I am. It's not something I make up. It's just who I am inside, but it's allowing ourselves to do that. And I think about like, I went on a date a couple of nights ago and I remember sitting there and being fascinated and asking him questions about like his work and he's a detective. And and I was just kind of asking him about that. And then of course, like my coaching mind came into play and I said, well, how do you detach. He experiences a great deal on the streets, right? Like 
he doesn't always come up against good guys or good women. And I said, how do you detach from that so that you have a sense of freedom and peace inside you? You know, so it's like, I was curious to get to know him. And that's kind of like the same curiosity that we need to show up in if we want freedom to experience more of who we are on the inside. So that's one of the freedoms that I celebrate is that freedom to experience more of who I am each and every day and not give my power to my struggles of the past or who I was in the past, but to really welcome more of who I am deep down in the soul. The other freedom is to live in my power. And what I mean by that is releasing that waiting game, waiting for my circumstances to change or the boss to give me a raise or the client to hire me, to save me, to make me happy, to make me feel worthy and accept it. You know, it's almost like what we're talking about here today. It's like it's dependence to independence that freedom to live in my power in recognizing like what I had just said is that what we desire is really a feeling like my dad, he was waiting for retirement because he thought his circumstance releasing his job into retirement would give him the feeling that he was desiring. Unfortunately, he never made it to retirement, but what he didn't know is that he could, whatever that feeling is, he can have that feeling today. And that's what I've learned is creating the feelings that I want with everything that I have on the inside of me, not dependent upon the outside, but independent and looking on the inside of myself. And that means like my, my own resources, my own resourcefulness, my, my thoughts, my values, my strengths, And instead of running from my past experiences or shaming them or wishing they never happened and what was me, like life was unfair for me and it's better for everyone else, like all these stories, instead of that, and instead of adopting that this is just the way it is for me, I've learned to explore adventure and how I could use those experiences to serve others. Because my faith has brought me to a point where I recognize that God did not bring me through even those life-threatening events. He did not bring me through to not serve others. So in that, when you go and use your experiences to serve others, it's a boomerang. It like heals you as well. So it's kind of cool. But again, we're not giving our power to our past experiences, to other people, to other things. We are free. We are living in the freedom to live in our own power. And that's life just feels so much lighter in that. So, and then the third thing was to really learn how to show up in the freedom of my own worth. You know, I spent much of my life in shoulds, what I should do, and performing, being the good girl growing up in the Catholic school and just doing everything right, you know, and what I recognized in my growth was I was doing all that to be loved and accepted. 
And when I recognize that we have the power to love and accept ourselves, we hold the power to love and accept ourselves. And when I got to an understanding that no one can love and accept me until I love and accept myself, and I was not, I was running from it. And I was looking on the outside for somebody to validate me and tell me that I'm worthy. And until I healed and until I spent time, just sat with that, you know, because a lot of times, I don't know about you, but for me, it was like that little girl, that little girl that felt so invisible, rejected, um, not loved, not worthy. And then I would look for evidence of just a few times in my life that I was courageous to go out and ask for something that I needed or wanted and be rejected. So there it was like just confirmation that I was not worthy. And, and just like a side note here, I'm not a victim to my past. My parents did, my parents are good people and they did the best that they could. Um, but knowing that they did the best that they could, And knowing that that little girl in me was not given the things that she needed, and I have the power to give that to her today. So now I show up in my worst because I show up in what feels right to me in my body. And I sit next to that little girl and ask her, you know, what she's thinking. I don't tell her to be quiet. I don't tell her you know, she's a victim and powerless. I just give her the love, the voice, the time that she needs now, like whatever she needed back then, I give that to her now. And it's such a powerful position to be in. And what happened for me is I really began to see my worth. And anything that comes beyond that, somebody else telling you like, how wonderful you are and how much they appreciate you. Like I love when clients tell me like about their transformation and anytime somebody gives thanks to me, like those are always icings on the cake. It's not what I need in order to show up every day. And that's freedom. That's freedom to show up in your worth and anything beyond that is the icing on the cake. You know, those are some of my freedoms that I was thinking about. I'm curious to hear what some of yours are. And, you know, those freedoms have sparked so much in me and I'm not done, you know, like this is where I am today. This does not mean like this is my final journey as far as like my, the work that I do and how I show up. I mean, there's still growth. I'm still in it. There's still growth. There's still healing for me. There's still expansion for me. And because I decided to, be on a journey, a life journey of expansion, it's going to be pretty consistent, you know, so, but the spark is lit in me. And I want that lit for you. As some of you know, I turned 55 this year. And I created a little gift for you that is, you know, 55 ways to start, you know, sparking some of that aliveness in your life, you know, because like I mentioned, Previously, sometimes we don't know what we want, but we know what we don't want. And and what we want, the thought of that can be overwhelming. Like, where do we start? Where do I start in this? And that's what these sparks are. The sparks are to give you like some points to just start adventuring in what feels right. You have 55 to choose from. And what I think of is that each spark is a domino. And when you line up the dominoes, what happens is it begins a chain reaction to your now purpose, that aliveness that comes 
up every day where you can't wait to open your eyes. You can't wait to experience the day, the adventure of the day. And that's what we're here. That's what we're here to experience in this second half is like a renewed aliveness. So I've outlined this for you. And if you're interested in it, it's a free download. I will put the link in the show notes. So feel free to you know, hop over into the show notes and download those. Have fun with these sparks. They aren't meant to experience in any order. Just kind of go through and say, what feels right to me? And begin to expand on that. And some of them may feel uncomfortable, but I challenge you to, even if it feels like fun, but uncomfortable, that's okay. Say, okay, discomfort, you're coming with me, right? Because it feels like, wow, that would be fun. That would be fun to, to do because that's who you are. It feels right to you. It may not feel right to me because it's not who I am at my soul level, but it feels right to you for a reason. You are meant to experience it. So I encourage you to go experience it. Allow the spark to ignite. With that, I hope you have a great 4th of July. I appreciate if you served our country in any way, I appreciate you. I have so much love and respect for you and for the American flag. And um, with that, much love. Enjoy the day. My beautiful sister, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you want more of it on a daily basis, I encourage you to come join us over in Facebook in the lab the home of the second half sisterhood where we have 1300 women just like you in the community. We're having fun and we'd love to have you part of it. Look for the link in the show notes. We'll see you over there.